Today's word of the podcast is tofu, as provided by our guest, Abrar. Um, do you want to explain what tofu is, Abrar? Uh, tofu, it's like a vegetarian thing. I had some today. There it is. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's, that's it. it. that's it. that's, that's it. it. Is there a reason you chose tofu today? Uh, I just didn't feel like eating meat today, and my mom had some tofu samosas. I was like, oh, okay. wow. Yeah, I know. That's, they're pretty good. That's great. And that um, was it. That's, that's End beautiful. Story. Okay. Well, the Wikipedia definition is it's a curd... It's a curd made from mash. It's a curd made from mashed soybean. Joel, can you, you want to get, take a crack at this? <laughs> a curd made from mashed soybeans used chiefly in Asian and vegetarian cooking. All right, great. Yep. That wasn't that bad. Okay. I think it's Wikipedia. I think it's just a dictionary. No, I think they're pulling it from Wikipedia though. Nah, nah. <laughs> is, it, is it like a Google dictionary? Yeah, from, I think they from Oxford. It. Oxford. There you oh, go. from Oxford. I, I think I've seen that. Wow. Today, we're here to talk about the season one of The Mandalorian yes. with our boys Abrar Chowdhury and Joel Samich. This is Abrar, it's been, it's been a while. It's been, it's, yeah. It's been, a, it's been a whole ass... One Almost point, a year? 1.2? One, what? 1.1 1. 1 year? Oh, maybe. Um, I think last time it was in the... No, it was in the winter. So one year. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, Joel was here last week. I've yeah. been on here like five times. <laughs> I think you've been on here, yeah. We yeah. strictly talk about Star Wars. Yeah, it's, and well, and, yeah. and the, that one time we talked about the beats. Yeah, so this is my fifth music. time on here. Really? Because like, I did Far From time. Home, too. Wow. Yeah. Wow. There you go. You're my most featured guest. <laughs> this is great. Well... I do want to clarify though yes. that I am not as big of a Star Wars fan as these two. I mean, that actually makes you more of a qualified. Yeah, 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 yeah. In my opinion, exactly, casual, exactly. Casual. I think it makes it even better. Yeah, because yeah. I'm a casual viewer. I'm not normie. someone who's. Oh, you're yeah. a normie. That's I'll what take you it. Are. <laughs> <laughs> um, so overall thoughts. What do we think of season one? Let's start with Obrar since he's our um, slightly newish guest. Yes, uh, I thought it was okay. I thought it was good. But okay, it was too conflicting. I know, no, no, sorry, sorry. I shouldn't say okay. Okay in the sense that it's good. Every episode was good, except it wasn't great. It could have done more. Mm-hmm. The word I use for it is it's too safe. Um, I feel, and I think that comes down to, now I was thinking about it, it comes down to the fact that it's a Disney thing now. Um, and they kind of do have to play it safe. They can't have too much, you know, it's Disney. Um, so that's my overall opinion on it. Mm. I thought it was really good. Um, I I think I disagree about the safe thing. I didn't really get any safe vibes. Maybe except for like one episode, but I mean we'll talk about that. And before get we get depth. into this anymore, I keep yeah. on forgetting to to that. I still can't speak. <laughs> I keep on forgetting to do this or say this. Um, we're going into spoiler territory. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah. Just yeah. letting you know, those who are listening through Spotify. Apple Beaker is also another place you can listen to this podcast. Never heard of Beaker. Spoilers will be present. All right, Joel, sorry. No, I was just saying, yeah, I thought it was really good, but I do disagree about the safety thing. Um, Not to say I don't have complaints about the season, but that wouldn't be one of them. Um, Should I get into the complaints? We'll do overall thoughts, and we'll get into the negatives. Well, yeah, I thought it was mostly good, um, except for a few episodes, but it didn't ruin the season overall for me. So okay. I thought it was good. Um, I thought it was really good also. Uh, again, I have some issues with it, but overall, I was very happy with the show. And uh, I, I personally thought releasing it one by one, being able to have every episode marinate 
for me at least, was a good idea because that's how I consume television as a kid, right? Yeah. So I do think that there is binge value in this show, mm. but personally I'm glad I took it in one episode at a time. Mm. That being said, episode 7 and 8 I watched back-to-back because I had come back from a trip. But I feel like if I would have watched episode 7 just as it is, and then a week later watched episode 8, I would have had a different feeling because episode 7 kind of does end on a cliffhanger. Yeah. Um, but I also disagree that I don't... I think more than that, that they played it safe, I believe they kind of rushed a lot of points and the story elements in that final episode, which made it feel like it was safe. Um, you can cough, Abrar. It's okay. No, no, I don't want to ruin the podcast. It's okay. But... Uh, no, I think the safe thing comes from, like, maybe it's just because I've been watching a lot of shows that are a bit, like, experimental. They're not really, um, they go beyond, uh, I don't know how, what other word to use other than safe. Maybe I'm not, like, getting my point across here. But it's like, you know, he goes on a bounty hunt on the first episode. I, I'm, I hope right. I can talk about it. He goes on a bounty hunt. He gets the kid. Or, sorry, he gets he said, the... Do you, do you mean, like, it was formulaic? It's not that... It, kind of formulaic, not necessarily, but it was uh, more like... Nothing happened that I didn't go, like, yeah, this was crazy. You know? Oh. Uh, like, it, it was good. Everything... I, like, okay. one thing I want to make clear is I, I, was, I misspoke when I said, okay, I think it was good. I just don't think it was great. Okay. Like, you think they could do so much more. Yes, and I think yeah. that, and again, yeah. I think after thinking about it, so I watched it, I watched, I binged it, so that's another way right. I'm different from Joel and uh, Neil here. I binged it all once on, I think it was Friday, and then I binged it all again today. Um, it was, it's honestly a really short show, eight episodes with uh, 30, 30 minutes 40 each. minutes, yeah. They're pretty short, so I just binged them all again today. Um, and after thinking about it, I think it comes down to it being from Disney. If it was Netflix, if it was HBO, if it was, you know, sci-fi or whatever, it, I feel like they would have done some crazy, crazy stuff. You what know? do you mean by crazy, though? See, yeah, that's the thing, is like, as soon as, as soon as you ask me that, I start thinking of other shows, and I don't want to be comparing it to other shows like right. that, because this is Star Wars, it's a, you know, it's a franchise and everything, they got the movies. For example, and, you know, you're gonna remember this, Daredevil, that's a Netflix show based off of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, mm-hmm. And I feel like it did some crazy stuff. It was, it didn't follow, it didn't feel like a right. Marvel movie. It felt like, a, like it felt like a completely uh-huh. separate show and it felt crazy for me. Some episodes felt crazy. Mm. Um, this show, it, it, it was good. It just felt way too much like safe Star Wars. Um, even with the transitions, they had the soft mm. feather transitions and everything. I noticed, I liked it. I think it was good. But I feel like, okay, um, they could have had maybe, uh, they could have done something different. Okay. I, I, I can I can see your point. Definitely. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not saying it's necessarily a demerit. I'm just saying right. it's like I'm being too uh, forward thinking about it. I think it was mm-hmm. good. Everything they did was good. They just could have done more. I think that's a problem with Star Wars currently in, uh, in general is that they have been playing it safe with a lot of their pro- like um, not properties but uh, a lot of their projects recently. Yeah. Um, and I think it's because they're worried about backlash. It's almost like. Star Wars is very limited in some aspects to where, like, I mean, personally, I don't want it to be limited. Like, I agree that they should experiment more, and hopefully they do it in the next season. Mm-hmm. But I think there are a lot of limits that people don't really recognize, uh, just from a storytelling perspective, that 
that they want to like fall within if they want to please as many fans as possible. So I kind of I definitely see where you're coming from. And I think they're worried about backlash because there usually is such great backlash. Yeah, Star Wars fans are crazy. Yeah, so because of that, they kind of do want to play it safe. It's like a cycle, you know. The season definitely felt like it was following the new, not the New Hope formula as in, like, in terms of story, it felt yeah. the same, but it ends in a happy way. Like, again, the whole scene of the TIE fighter just shooting out of the sky and falling yeah. out of the sand. And I, I knew he was going to survive, and that was very yeah. re- reminiscent of Darth Vader uh-huh. and uh, Luke Skywalker in the New Hope. So... If anything, I believe that the next season is going to, I mean, maybe, I mean, I don't know, but maybe it won't play it as safe. I think it's going to take the necessary risks it needs to, Mm. and we'll see how that one goes. It's just that this first season was an introduction to these characters, and at at times it felt like it was a setup, and there was a a lot of world building. For the most part, I also liked the way they took their time to set up each story element in each character up till that last episode. Again, the last episode I have some issues, but I still feel like overall it was a very good show. And it felt, I don't know how to like describe it, but it felt the least like Star Wars, but that actually made it feel like the most like Star Wars. It, it kind of reminded me of like the Star Wars um, projects that they would have pre the Disney acquisition. Like... Um, like around, uh, do you remember the old Clone Wars show? Not the the two D one. Yeah, right? yes. it sort of like for some reason, like it kind of reminded me of that. Like in some of the world building, not mm-hmm. like the story at all, because that show didn't really have a story. But um, and like even some of the video games, like uh, like even kind of Force Unleashed. Like I, I, I'm not like saying they're exactly the same. I'm just saying there's aspects of them that reminded me of that. Like it, it yeah, like it felt very. Um, it felt different from what we've gotten recently because Disney hasn't really been, or Lucasfilm under Disney hasn't really been doing anything like this so far. Mm -hmm. But also it does feel like Star Wars because that's kind of like what I remember growing up seeing Star Wars as. That's a good way of putting it, yeah. Yeah. One thing that was crazy to me that I felt like was that, you know, hit hit that crazy point that the show didn't feel safe was the very last episode when they're in the sewers, they get in, and all the Mandalorians helmets are there they had to take it off right mm-hmm. i feel like that was something experimental that was like you know because that entire show they spent the whole show uh, show talking about how he can't take his helmet off if he takes it off he can't ever put it back on it's such a big deal to him um just a couple minutes before he would rather have died than take his helmet off and let a robot fix him right right um and then he gets down and he sees just a like a pile of these helmets and they all had to leave they can never be you know mandalorians again um, am I using that term right? They're, they're, they're referred to as Mandalorians, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, well, just to make sure. I have a question. Were, were they stripped of their helmets and had to leave, or did were they killed? No, no, no They took it off took willingly. Off, yeah, they took it they off. They took it off willingly yeah. to leave. Yeah. That felt, to me, that was like, oh, wow, that's yeah. crazy. I didn't even realize that. That makes it the, way better. The, yeah. lady, the lady who was there, the armor or whatever, yeah. she, she explained it, that they all took it off, and some of them oh, died, okay. some of them fleed off-world. But... And I think that also comes down to the director of that show, of that episode, was Taika Waititi. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he's just, 
I really like him. I don't know. Did he write it though? He directed it. He didn't write it. John Favreau okay. wrote it. But I, I guarantee you, he had a lot of like. I mean, that op- the it. opening scene was very Taika with the stormtroopers talking to each other. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and then when yeah, yeah, no, exactly. And when they kept trying to keep shooting that target. Yeah, yeah. 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 this was like five hilarious. minutes. That was great it was opening. like it was right there. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. It felt very. To say it felt cinematic, I feel like is an understatement, but it had a distinct look, and it didn't. I had a conversation with this um, about this with my roommate about how you can tell that it's Disney Star Wars. Yeah. You can tell that it's Disney Marvel. Yeah. You know. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they always oversaturate the colors, and you can tell that this is a distinct Disney product. With the Mandalorian, I didn't feel like. I, didn't I feel felt that. it. You did? I, I felt it. That's that's the whole point I'm trying to make. It felt too much. It felt like it. Was... No, but in terms of color and the way it looked. Okay, if you're talking about like production value yeah, and stuff, then yeah, okay. it didn't feel like that. That's a good point. I felt like as far and I, as and more than Disney, it's you also have to remember that it's Star Wars, and I don't know. Like right now, we're not going to get a product like Daredevil. Yeah. In the Star Wars universe, because Star Wars is designed. For kids, right? But so was Marvel. For yeah. all the Marvel movies are super kiddie. That's one of the biggest like. But at the, no, but at this moment, that's what they're. That's their talking point. That's what. That's I what know. they're trying to say. And, they sell and that's why I'm saying the show was good, mm-hmm. but it wasn't great. Maybe if they were at a point where they could have made, you know, where they cussed, where there was blood everywhere, there was. I mean, they don't really cuss. They don't cuss in the Star yeah. Wars. I, I know exactly. Yeah. They don't cuss in MCU either. No, but in any Star Wars, that's like any Star Wars because they it's never a, cuss. There's a diff- There's a way of writing language for Star they Wars. They do cuss, but not in like R. Oh, okay, that's yeah. a good point. That, <laughs> that okay, that I get. Um, like when they said, I think they said "damn it" in the Force Awakens, and that felt weird. They said shit in one of uh, in Solo. They said shit. Okay, and then um, actually. Bill Burr in the in this season in the sixth episode he yeah. almost said fuck. Oh man! <laughs> like they yeah. cut it off. Yeah, he, he was like, "What the fuck?" Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, I didn't even know they had that word in Star Wars, but apparently they do. <laughs> I like Bill Burr. He was the right type of like his character, not him. His character was the right type of asshole. All of them were actually. He's yeah. also the right type of asshole. <laughs> okay, well I don't yeah. I don't know enough about Bill Burr. <laughs> <laughs> apparently. Pedro Pascal, Pascal, is that how you say it? Pascal, I think so. Pascal, yeah. he wasn't in every single shot of The Mandalorian. Is that mm, true? Yeah, I think he just did the voiceover. That's that being said, the uh, the idea of like, conveying motion through a mask was very well done in this. Yeah, and it's, it's honestly, it is a little disappointing figuring out that he, or finding out that he wasn't in the suit all the time because. I didn't know this, by the way. I'm just finding this out. Really? Well, I thought he was in, in there the whole time. No, like, whoever was in there did a great job. But like mm-hmm. you were saying, since he doesn't... I mean, he does speak quite a bit, but also he conveys a lot of his character and emotion through his body language. Yeah. And um, whoever was doing the work for that... That's, like, almost, job. like, half the job. And the fact uh-huh. that Pedro Pascal wasn't always doing it. It was a little disappointing, but still... I mean, the products turned out great, so I can't really complain about Do we that. know who the body man was? It might have been different people, honestly, for stun different episodes. Stun doubles, yeah. Stun doubles, they don't get enough credit. No, yeah. They don't. Every action sequence we love yeah. is a stun it's double. Stun double. And, hey, except, and Jackie Chan. Except Tom Cruise. Except Tom Cruise. That's literally what I was about to say. <laughs> um, I don't like to hate on actors, but Gina Carano for me was just not it. I, w- I wasn't the, I wasn't sold on her character, and I think yeah. there were points where she would s- deliver dialogue, and I was thinking, if someone else delivered dialogue, would they deliver it better? How would I have that person deliver the dialogue? 
And it could be better. It wasn't the dialogue. It wasn't the writing for her. I just feel like her delivery and her acting overall wasn't as good as the other actors that were on the project. Mm. Because you had you had texted me about episode four saying that you thought the acting wasn't good. Yeah. Was that the sanctuary? Is it towards four? Yeah. 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 With the farm? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought her character introduction was really awkward and she felt kind of out of place. Yeah. Um, it wasn't just her acting, honestly. At first, her, her costume kind of caught me off guard. It seemed a little, like, Star Wars Rebels-y. Mm. Like, um, no, anyway, yeah. So her character introduction, I wasn't I wasn't really feeling her throughout that episode. She didn't even get much to do, really. Nah. Mm. She was more of just, she was like the muscle in that episode, really. Yeah, she did. She did come and save the day though with the the shot. Like twice when she uh, went forward and got the she shot at the the ATAS was it ATST ATST. Yeah. Um, yeah. She got the ATST to step forward first, right. and then later in the episode she killed the other uh, the bounty hunter. The, she she killed the. Oh right, yeah, yeah. The bounty at, hunter. at the yeah. end, so she did save. So she did save the day twice. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm I'm just saying. But her acting was kind of. Well, I'm just saying her character didn't seem to really elevate the Mandalorian or. Like, even stand out on her own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I did... She grew on me in the last two episodes because I felt like she was more part of the team and she was contributing... Uh-huh. Like, it just felt more natural. Um, not to say I fully accepted her. I mean, like, I'm going to accept her, but that I fully enjoyed her portrayal. Mm-hmm. But I think it got better. And that might have been, uh, as the season went on, I think that might have been due to the directing because the fourth episode was directed by... Bryce Dallas Bryce Howard. Dallas Howard. That was wild. Yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't even know she directed stuff. I thought she was just an actor. Well, she's Ron Howard's daughter who directed Solos. So that's probably how she got that. Wow. <laughs> I mean, Ron Howard's also really tight with George Lucas. Yeah, I mean, exactly. That has nothing to do with yeah. this, but um, that makes that makes sense. And I think I wouldn't say episode four actually. Episode four actually isn't my least favorite episode of the season, but I think it was. <laughs> I know which one is. But I think it was. I think it was the worst. Acting wise, maybe she just doesn't know how to direct actors as well okay. as some of the other directors. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like in terms of line delivery, as a director, yeah. you should be able to tell them cut. All right, let's redo this. Let's redo this line. Say it this way. Yeah, yeah. And even in uh, episode seven and eight, I mean, episode eight, I, I do believe she got better. But in mm. episode seven, I felt like someone should have just yelled cut and said, "Okay, let's deliver it this way." Yeah. What do you guys think of the love interest in episode four? Oh, I, I was fine I, I, with it. I felt like it was forced. That is my phone. <laughs> I felt like it was forced. I, I did felt, too. I didn't like it. I didn't like it either. Hey, mom. Yeah, hi. <laughs> my, my phone called. My mom ended. She's in conclusion. She's not going to be getting the me the jacket because we don't know if it'll fit. Yeah. Anyways, the Mandalorian's love interest, <laughs> episode four. Four. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Four. <laughs> <laughs> I, I felt like it was forced, and then apparently I didn't watch any of the trailers. Um, apparently, in the trailers, they basically shot it such a way that it looked like that she was taking his helmet off. Right. Yeah. And then in the actual show, he she did it right. She was just asking about it. Yeah. Um, and then, Kara, 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 Kara. Yeah. So she goon. <laughs> so she was also Kara questioning goon. his so helmet, right? She was like, "Oh, what happens if you take it off? Do they come and kill you?" Um, like people need to leave him alone about his helmet <laughs> honestly <laughs> like if i was in that situation if i said like once or twice like i'm not gonna take it off then don't ask me again yeah that's why i kind that's why i didn't like the love interest and then i kind of felt like Kara was kind of a comedic relief maybe 
Yeah, I can see mm-hmm. that. Yeah, because she, she, the whole oh, are they gonna come and kill you? It felt kind of jokey, and he's very serious. Are they gonna? <laughs> Wait, that's second. what she said, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like, are they gonna come and kill you? Because she asked, like, what happens to you if, it, if you take yeah, that thing yeah. off? Yeah, I didn't mind the love interest, and frankly, I thought that episode was uh, really good. I liked it. I liked it because it kind of showed what Mandalorian can and can't have, and. I also, I also think it's very important to the story. The fact I did, that he, too. He found out that he couldn't just leave it. Yeah. The, yeah. The, okay, are, can, can, what are we referring to it? Because they don't refer to it as anything in the show. Do we call it Baby Yoda, even though that's wrong? Baby Yoda. Okay, yeah. we'll just they, do that for easy. They refer to it as the child. The child. Apparently, okay. Bob Iger, the CEO of Disney, knows the name. Of the species? Uh, of, of I think of the actual child. Because oh, okay. George Lucas wants to keep the name of the species a anonymous. Secret. They might reveal it in the show. Oh, man. George Lucas really isn't getting it. Well, apparently in the second season, according to the eighth episode, um, yeah. he's going to go looking for the Yoda planet. Yeah, <laughs> and, to, to give him back. Yeah, Yoda to give him back. <laughs> so maybe. Uh, what, what do you think Yaddle's up to? Who? She's dead, man. Yaddle's dead? Of course. She, she must have died in Order 66. No, apparently Yaddle's like 400 years old. She left the Jedi Order after Phantom Menace. No, I think she died. Oh, man. Yeah. R.I.P. Yaddle. Yeah. I don't know who Yaddle is. <laughs> Yaddle's the other... Uh, Yoda species. Yoda species in Phantom Menace. Yeah, she's on oh, the okay. Jedi Council. And then yeah. In episode two, she just wasn't there. She's so. like 400 years old, so... She's 40, actually. What? She's like middle-aged. Yeah, she yeah. is middle-aged. Well, yeah, I would think so. If 50 is a child, Yeah. 400 probably doesn't sound like too much. I think that their average lifespans like a thousand yeah. years. Yeah. Uh, okay. So Yoda died early. 900-something. Oh, yeah. man. He didn't make it to a thousand. I think it was nope. stress. Yeah, oh, stress. he went through a lot, man. He went through. <laughs> yeah. He went through quite a bit. Does everyone in that species have force powers? Apparently, yeah. That's what they said in the. Because I, I didn't even know there was another Yoda in the movies. It's kind of OP. Well, they that said would in, be yeah. They said in the eighth. And they said in the eighth episode. Yeah, that the um, uh, Mandalorians like this power is specific to his species. I mean, not specific to his species, but all every member of the species can has this power. Oh. That's crazy. That's an army of were they cons- were they uh Jedi's referring <laughs> to Jedi or that's like a- I mean you can't refer to Jedi Force sensitive yeah, people. You can't. Jedi are just a people. Just like Mandalorian. I low key thought Taika was gonna pull a actually no, I forgot the line so I can't repeat it now. That they're a creed and No yeah, like, it's not a creed. No No, it is a creed. Man- not a no, race. no no man I thought yeah, I thought it was gonna pull a Mandalore is not a people. No, it's not a place, it's a people. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but it's also a planet, right? right? Mandalore is a planet, yeah. yes. And then the, the people are, are just a For people. Obi-Wan Kenobi's love died. You know who really had it tough? Mm. Kenobi. That oh. man didn't even go to the dark side. He had it tough. They're making a show about him, so... I think it's going to be crazy, because the comics show him to be a little bit nutso. I mean, he's... Well, he's kind of nutso in the, A New Hope. He's kind of weird. That, yeah, he's <laughs> weird. I watched that movie with my roommates about four weeks back. I could have just said a month. Actually, not technically exactly four weeks in a month. But we're gonna we're gonna pass over that. Yeah. This is a crazy tangent. We're from Mandalorian <laughs> to how many weeks are in a month? <laughs> okay, I do have a complaint uh, about the a moment in the last episode. The Mandalorian, whose real name is Din, Din Jaren, Jaren, right? Yeah. Cool name. He doesn't know about the Force or the Jedi. Yeah, I don't buy that. Well, nobody does. No, nobody, that that was actually a major issue with a lot. Of this people. is five five years after Return of the Jedi. Luke is a hero at this point. Is he though? Yes, he's he is a, a legend. Do you think he's a le- he's a legend? A legend. Okay, but here's the difference. The Mandalore. Okay, if you want to accept that most people don't know about the Jedi or the Force, that's fine. But the Mandalorians fought the Jedi for years in canon. 
They were mortal enemies. Oh, the armorer knew. Oh, man. Yeah. About the Jedi and stuff. Yeah. Oh, wait. So this was only five years? After Return of the Jedi. Okay, yes. I didn't know this. That does seem kind of crazy that nobody because knew about the Jedi. I think yeah. Luke, to a lot of people, is a myth. Even at that time, it makes sense that he's a myth. But... I'm not buying I mean, that. I never bought the idea of people not knowing who the Jedi were around yeah. the New Hope era. Yeah. That did... That made... Less sense than, but five than years not is nothing. If you're an adult, five years is nothing. Yeah, so he was a kid during the Clone Wars too, uh, which the Jedi played a huge role in. How old was he? He looked about ten or something in that flashback. Yeah, so I'm yeah, that's crazy. Go with a rough seven or eight. Okay. Either way, he should know who the Jedi are, and if he doesn't yeah. know who the Jedi are, he should know that the Force exists. Okay, maybe I, can, I could buy him not knowing about the Force. I cannot. But he should buy, know about the Jedi. He should know about the Jedi. I didn't really think much of it because. Yeah. I mean, in the New Hope also, it didn't make sense that so many people, New Hope and Empire didn't... I mean, look, think about it. Han Solo was around 10 or 5 during the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. There was like 10. He thought it was a bunch of quote-unquote mumbo-jumbo. But he heard of it. But he heard of it, but he didn't believe it. But he had heard of it. Heard the of Mandalorian it. Right, hasn't right, even heard right, of it. That's right. true. That, that is true. true. Yeah. That is true. That is true. Um, what do, you think, what do we think was the strongest episode? I like the first episode the most. I'm not gonna lie. I like the second episode a lot. Here, here. I like the second episode too. I just yeah. said here, here. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> um, no, I, but I like the second episode. Mm-hmm. That was uh, directed by Dave Filoni, also. Uh, no, I think Rick Fuiam. How do you say his last name? Deborah Chow also directed my one of the strong. What? Because <laughs> okay, so my Instagram is a bro Chow. So some of my friends uh, refer to me as like Mr. Chow, and her name is Deborah Chow. Oh yeah. Sorry, I went way <laughs> over one's head. Yeah, Deborah Chow did a good job. She's gonna be uh, leading the Kenobi series too, so I think we have a. I think her episodes are the most critically acclaimed, right? I think they are. <laughs> yeah. Which one's the, episode three, right? And, and three and six, seven, seven, seven. Seven. Like seven. seven is considered the best one. That's like, a good episode overall, yeah. but I think I, I like eight actually a little better than seven. Just because I don't like... Okay, I'm going to be honest. I don't like grief. the character of Grief Karga. Um, I, I think he's really like weird and slimy, and I don't trust oh, him. Oh, Carl Weathers. Apo- yeah, Apollo, Carl Weathers. Yeah. Apollo Creed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't like his character either. You know I'm who like, he reminded me of? Did you guys ever see Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? Yeah, sadly I have. Uh, <laughs> do, you know, do you remember Mac? The guy that kept betraying Indiana Jones? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's who he reminds me oh. of. Oh. Yeah, I think the strongest episode for me was the second episode. That was that was actually a great episode. Mm. It was directed well. It was written yeah. well. It was great character great, work. Yeah, yeah. G- great character work. And the first two episodes, they feel a little bit separated from the rest of the season. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they're so quaint. Like That's a good way of putting especially it. Especially the second episode. It's very small scale. Mm-hmm. It's just like the one linear story. The yeah. first two episodes felt like if you're gonna make an Oscars version of Star Wars, that's how you'd make it. Yeah, I I can see that. And after that, it took off a little bit. But those first few episodes to me actually are pretty like they're pretty concentrated and they're pretty focused. And mm-hmm. I, tonally, I really like them. It just the rest of the season isn't like that, yeah. which doesn't bother me. No, it just I felt like cinematically and in terms of I felt like the first two episodes took their time a little bit more. But overall, yeah, episode two, that was a strong one. That was my favorite one. Mm-hmm. Um, let's get to the weakest episode, because I want to talk about this. Okay. Well, I'm we, curious what Joel's is. Uh, episode five. Episode is five, yeah. Favorite. Was that the, which one was that, the heist? 
That was the one where well, they're on Tatooine. It's the one with the, the rookie bounty hunter. Oh, yeah. yeah. I did not get the obnoxious. point of that episode. No, I... Felt so out Most of, of the characters were annoyed me in that episode, especially the um The only important part, wait, just just quickly, the only yeah. important part was the beginning. That's it. Like where he was getting shot at and then he had to But why land. is it important? To show that they're still chasing after yeah. him. Yeah. Okay. But literally right immediately after he said that, Oh, I can't pay you, um, and then he goes to look for work, everything after that seemed pointless. Yeah. I, it seemed like they just were it was like a filler episode. It was. It was. For a show that shouldn't have any filler episodes because it's eight episodes long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, episode uh episode five, when it ended, I looked at my roommates and I'm like, what the hell? What, what, what was this? Yeah. <laughs> it was so out of place. There were good that. moments in it, but overall, I, did, I, I didn't like most of the characters in the episode. I didn't like the mechanic. I thought she was really, her dial, her acting was really bad. But to be fair, her dialogue was really She corny. was also no, a comedian, she's also, too. No, I, I know, but like, I just did not like her in yeah, the show. Yeah. Oh, she's uh, Princess Carolyn from BoJack Horseman. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. So... Yeah. Um, I actually just think the dialogue or um, the overall show is written poorly. That episode. Because yeah. they had a talented actor too. Um, what's her name from Agents of Shield? Oh, the the played the assassin. Yes. Yeah, I know who you're. She's talking. a very talented actor, and her line delivery and I, I, don't, I don't think it was her. Just the dialogue was really weird. Because my friend straight up said, "Yeah, she's not a good actor." And I'm like, "Oh, she is a good actor. It's just yeah. that dialogue's really strange." And she wasn't in the episode for long. She was there, and she was taken out pretty quickly. Yeah, really quickly. Yeah. They set up characters a lot in the season, mm-hmm. and then they just kept them there. And they, you, you can tell that there are a lot of characters that are gonna come back and go. They're gonna, they're gonna go after the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. It's just that sometimes I felt like there's a little bit too much setup. Right. And that's why episode eight felt a little bit crowded because they could have spread that out within two episodes. It just felt very crammed with so many ideas, and the pacing was really off. I think it would have been cool if they spent a lot more time in the sewers. Like, mm-hmm. if it was, uh, and just slow it down. If that like, was a single episode, maybe. Yeah, character interactions and all. Okay, I don't know about a single episode. But, like. Of the sewers? Okay, but may- maybe not that, but there were a lot of moments where they should have been stretched out a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, I think the last episode should have been longer. Yeah, maybe, maybe like an hour long. Maybe an hour longer. Because some some shows do that. They make the either the, the first finale. episode or the last episode. They just make it like really long just to get everything in, but also keep it within like a right. certain amount of episodes or yeah. uh, shows. Oh, okay. I didn't like the heist episode. You didn't at all. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't like it oh, at man. all. I thought it was they could have done it so much better. I feel like they had that was a good example of an episode where they could have. For those who don't know what's going on, there's a dog in this. A dog? This is the dog. The dog named Jasper, and Joel just threw a squeaky toy. Yep. But uh, I feel like that's something that has huge potential. This is about to be a problem. Oh, he's here. Jasper's tail is now hitting. Oh, man. It's it's everywhere. It's everywhere. I thought he would go fetch it, but he didn't. How about about you sit? Uh, Good boy. Good boy. I agree with Brar that I think that it was kind of a filler episode. In the context of the show, but I... Actually, no, I... I, I wouldn't have mind that filler episode yeah. if it was good. And I feel like... I it was, it was a... I, I didn't like it. I thought, it, like, they could have done so much more. It was just... Oh, you, like... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I I what did you not like about it? I, no, no. That's the thing is, I liked it. I thought it was good, but they could have done so much more with it. And, like, like I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of, like, a Mission Impossible style where they're... Um, 
narr- you know how like they do the whole oh this is the plan but then they show everything happening as the plan happens mm-hmm. and then like uh, in Mission Impossible 5 that's not what happened you know they, they like it, he went back into mm-hmm. his uh, you know his normal stuff and he was like oh, oh I right. can't kill a cop Mission Impossible has done that multiple times right there's other heist movies that are really good that have something unique outside of just we have to go in there's a mission there's something that happens fix the problem leave I feel like it was too straightforward and then the whole horror aspect they could have done so much better at the end where they betrayed um, uh, okay do we call him Mando or Di- uh, Jin I don't know call him Mando Mando's right. so they Manjin be- Manjin they, that sounds wrong <laughs> they betray Mando and then he like starts hunting them down it was good they could have made it so much more scarier so much more creepier and so much more like he, he was badass they could have made him just like absolutely like insane I feel like they could have done more they did everything well it just felt too safe for me that's why for me like uh-huh. it's the it encompasses encompasses it whoa what's that word encompasses says yeah. the whole problem Wait, I you have say encompasses this. this? yeah it encompasses. encompasses it encompasses the entire problem I have with the show about it it was good it could have done more that's why I feel like I liked it the least okay mm-hmm. I mean I thought it was Pretty good. It's just my only issue with that episode was it was kind of predictable. Yeah, I found it predictable. But overall, I was pretty pleased with their scenes and I was entertained. I was greatly by that. Oh, episode. another thing, the whole uh, moment where he's got the 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 beeper thing yeah. where the, they'll come and they'll destroy the whole ship. Yeah, I felt like it wasn't that tense. It could have been. It could have been more tense. It was tense enough to the point where you understood. Mm-hmm. There's stakes here. It's a big deal. I feel like it wasn't tense enough to where I was like on the edge of my seat. Well, I was in bed, but like I, I didn't feel like, you know, I was, I had fear in me. I was like, oh, they're going to figure out. They'll shoot them. They'll do this. Right. They'll do that. And they did end up solving it pretty easily, you know? Um, even though the beeper did still go off, they still, it still felt like, yeah, obviously he's going to live. You know, they can't just mm-hmm. end the show. Um, I mean, I, I thought it was a fun episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was fun. It was good. Not great. You just wish there was more no, intensity fun. to it. Yeah, like I feel like overall, maybe they could have yeah. established the New Republic better, like, as a threat. For me, it didn't feel like they were a big threat. Well, that was... The, I agree with you. That was the first episode in the season where we actually saw the New Republic. Yeah. So. I mean, you don't need to see uh, an enemy or a monster to feel scared by it. And I didn't feel scared by it. Mm-hmm. Mm. I didn't huh. feel scared. I was like, yeah, they're gonna what do, come. What do you mean, what do you mean by show. that? No, I'm just... Okay, for me, uh, I think, like... Uh, I, I feel like it was a big threat, but I feel like maybe if they established the New Republic earlier in the uh, series, yeah, then agree. maybe, like, if it comes back, people are like, oh, crap, like, we know, like, these guys mean business. Exactly. But that was the first time we saw them, so we didn't really know exactly what they were capable of. That's an example of how, yeah. you, in my opinion, okay. you would have made that scene more intense. Established, it would have been a big deal if they came and they destroyed it. Yeah. How do you feel about the uh, Mandalorian kind of tying in more with Force users and the Jedi and the possibility that... <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. We <laughs> cough. It's natural. What, what, what happened? I'm just going for it. Oh, you're, you're just motioning me? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I was just like... Just get to it. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> um, apparently, it's reported that people in the Skywalker saga might be present or I think will be present in season two of Mandalorian and a lot of the catch of this first season was that it's kind of detached from that saga the way episode eight ended you could kind of tell they're going to get in that territory of uh, force users how do y'all feel about that 
I don't like it. You don't like it? No, I think this should stay away from... I'm sick of Force users. I'm sick of the Skywalker <laughs> saga. And the last thing I want is for Luke Skywalker to just show up in this show for no reason. <laughs> Not saying that's the character that will show up. Right. But um, the only Force using I accept is Baby Yoda. Yeah, yeah. And if they find his planet, that's cool. Okay, I don't, I don't think I have a problem necessarily with force users in the show but i have a problem with jedis yep no i agree i I like the balance the show has yeah i think it's a great balance with just enough callback Mm -hmm. with uh baby yoda but then it's focused on and that's why people liked it so much and i and i hope the mandalorian doesn't care too much about the force like i I don't don't think he will i don't i hope so because i don't want him to be like ray where like they're questioning everything and they're learning more like we've done that so many times we did it with luke we did it with ray Mm -hmm. mandalorian should not give a crap he should be like Okay, I've got to return baby. Well, he obviously he's gonna have a hard time returning baby. Yeah, yeah. that's gonna be a part of the show. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm thinking of? Uh, Kung Fu Panda Three. What? Where he <laughs> where he oh. finds the panda village and then <laughs> he just seems so like detached from them, right? So I, I feel like kind of like that in the sense that he's gonna return baby Yoda and then he's gonna feel so detached with right. the species that can use the Force. I'm assuming that all of them are gonna be kids, so he's gonna talk to l- legit adults. And they're going to explain, I'm assuming, uh, obviously we don't know, maybe they never find his species, um, but assuming that he finds them and there's adults there and they explain stuff to him, I feel like he's going to feel really detached and I agree with you, he's not going to care mm-hmm. and he's just going to be like, whatever, I'm going to live my life. Um, and that, for whatever reason, just reminded me of Coco Panda 3, I don't know why. That's 3, right? That's not Or 4. There's no four. So it's three, then three. I think he'll care, but not about the force aspect. He'll yeah. just care about Baby Yoda. Yeah, yeah exactly, like, exactly. Because he spent so much time with him. Yep. But we'll see where it goes. That's that's where I'm at. I want to mm-hmm. see where it goes. It just I enjoy seasons one, uh, season one's tone, and yeah. I don't know if it was because they were detached yeah. from mm-hmm. a lot of the Star Wars lore and they created their own. I, I don't know. So we'll see. We'll see how they handle it. I'm also, I mean, there's still a year left, so they could change stuff. And they could based that, that off report, reactions, right? yeah. That report could just it could be relevant now, and it could be completely wrong. In Wait, six when months. is season two airing? Fall of twenty twenty. Okay, it's a while. Almost a year. Yeah. Um, so overall, we liked it. Mm. I thought it was really good. Julie thought it was really good. I thought it was good. And you was just good. thought it was good. good. Not really good, but nah, good. I can't use really good. I'm sorry. I I just see too much potential for it. For yeah, me to I, call I, it really I good. I feel. So overall rating, what are we giving season one of The Mandalorian? Where are we going, Joel? I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. Okay, okay. Maybe a 7.8. 7. <laughs> <laughs> I need more, but a round up. We'll give it an 8. Well, I get okay. you, I get what you. What about you, Brar? I give it a 7, so I'm really glad that it it, it was so close, because yeah. verbally, that's how I see it, too. That it could have been an 8, I see it as a 7. Okay. So that's why I give it a 7. I give, I, I, I give it a 7 when I watch it on Friday. So I'm really glad that you gave it an eight. If you gave it a nine and I gave it a seven, I'd feel like an asshole. No, but seven seems about appropriate for okay. how you described it. Perfect. Okay. Yes. I'm gonna go ahead and give it an eight point five. Mm. Eight point five out of ten. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Seven, seven point eight, eight point five. We're we're around the same. Yeah, that's great. Right middle of y'all. So the average is about a seven point eight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just flexed his score. <laughs> All right. Well, any more thoughts, concerns? Oh, I do have a, th- a fan theory that I want to uh, spit oh, out real quick. shoot it. I-, I say fan theory loosely because I'm I'm almost 100% sure it's going to happen. Um, so, Yo- uh, Baby Yoda, right? The child. Right? Yeah. So, you know how the Empire wanted him? And there was that doctor, uh, 
with you know the glasses. Or yeah. By the way, first time I've ever seen somebody with glasses in Star Wars. That is true. They need more glasses representation. representation. Yeah. Well, oh. I, okay. I yeah, finished. They might consider glasses like primitive in the Star Wars universe. Like That's I feel true. like most people just get like laser eye surgery. Yeah. <laughs> like a lightsaber. Just yeah. Done. Just wait kind of, a second. Are we? Wait. Say that again, bro. <laughs> <We're not, laughs> that was a stupid joke. Uh, but anyway, okay. That doctor. Uh, he said that. Um, well, there was a. He had a patch on the. Um, he had a. What's the? Oh, he had a pauldron, right, on his suit, and on the pauldron there was a symbol and um, credit to some like diehard Reddit users because they figured <laughs> out that the that the symbol is the exact same symbol that the uh, the Kaminoans used in Attack of the Clones, the clone uh, at the cloning facility. Oh. So I think. Wow. I think he was trying to clone Baby Yoda. To make an army of like <laughs> really powerful force sensitive. Huh. I mean, that's what I'm saying. If yeah. they find that planet and they take all the babies, you got yourself and an use, army and use yeah. them for the empire. Yeah. yeah, you got an army. Wow. If if they all have the force, that's yeah. crazy. That's way too much potential. Either that, or uh, Baby Yoda himself was a clone of another. Force and they're trying to get it back. Yeah. Oh, that's smart. Wow, we're really getting into this. Yes, we are. Don't, we, anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know the specifics, but I'm 100% sure it has to do with the cloning facilities on Camino. Like, that'd be cool. That'd be cool well, it's yeah. the exact same symbol. Like, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And that's obviously done uh, with the movie like, specifically. Intentionally. Was, intentionally. Yes. It wasn't just thrown in no. there. I'd love to see a modern Camino. Yeah. That'd be so cool. I hope if they do show the Kaminoans, I hope they're practical because they could Bro. easily be practical. Every a lot of the things were yeah. practical in this show, right? Yeah. That's true. Actually, even, even though even yeah. the guy in the first episode was really cool. Which, uh, the, the blue guy. The blue guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was really cool. I liked it. I'm glad they didn't do too much CGI because it also saves budget for them to do great things with the other stuff, like mm-hmm. sets, costumes, which are all great. I really liked them. Yeah, the only stuff that's that... something I would say is great. Everything production is practical great. effects more expensive though. Is it? Yeah. It just Never looks mind. better. Though. I think it looks better. It does look better. Forget the budget. The, uh, what looks better uh, matters more. The, what was his name? I think his name is Quill or Quill. Quill. Uh, he looked great. He like, did. His expressions were amazing. Maybe. Whoever designed is that. Is it the blue guy? No, no it's, it's the little Ugnot, the little pig guy. Whenever he <laughs> remember he got shot in the back at the end of episode seven. Yeah, he died. Oh, yeah. That was sad. Pig. I no, love that. I like that. I like that guy. He had a great backstory too. Yeah. And I'm glad they didn't just. Throw it in there. They, you know, mm-hmm. hinted at it in the first, second episode, and then they brought it back in in the seventh episode. And they explained yeah. when, when they went back. Quill was a goat, bro. He was I liked him. Goat. I loved him. I did. Rest I did not expect him to die. Rest in peace. I did. I, I, I was like, damn. that's one element where I feel like they didn't play it safe. Yeah. Like no. That, now, now I'm thinking about it. That was. That they was. Took out characters we like, like Ig. I loved Ig. Uh, yeah. no, Ig Eleven, and he's he's gone. Mm-hmm. I kind of predicted that he was going to do the self destruct thing. What if there's an Ig Twelve? Yeah. Ig Twelve. Wait. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought first like I was thinking, who cares? Like, I mean, I'm assuming yeah. there's more IG11. Yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not like that was his name. That's his like, uh, what do you call it? Model number. Model number. Yeah, model name. That's not like. Right. So there's plenty of IG11s out there. He was a cool guy or a cool robot. IG11B, IG11C. I didn't buy, yeah, I didn't buy him to my birthday parties. I mean, <laughs> reprogramming. Reprogramming. Right? You can yeah. wait to do what? Like be at a birthday party? Yeah. So he doesn't just shoot everybody. Wait. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. But what if like what would make him self destruct? If he's in danger, right? If he's if, if he's getting captured. Captured. Okay. So as long as we don't like all surround him, we should be good. Yeah. Play some ping pong with him. Why are we discussing the logistics of having a <laughs> droid in, at your birthday party? Oh, oh. What did you think about the f- the face reveal of the Mando in Episode Eight? Do you think it was done well? 
I don't know. Because... Oh, you don't know. Do you think it was too early? Because I kind of thought that a little bit when I first saw I it. felt like it was a little too early. I thought it would have been cool if they had a wide... In the moment, I was thinking, you know, do a wide shot. The back of IG. Don't show the face. Just have him taken off the helmet. So maybe see his, like, hair. Maybe like the back of his head. Yeah. Yeah. But not his face. Also, he looked exactly like what... Like, I mean, it's Pedro, Pedro Pascal, Pascal yeah. right? But you expect them to be some kind of, like... Maybe he had scars. The scars. Or something, something yeah. different. Well, the, but, the flashbacks is... Is the kid. Maybe that adds another element to it that he's a normal person. Yeah, just right? a normal guy. Well, he couldn't have battle scars because he always had the best scar on. Oh, that's true. So that's, if you're if you're saying like uh, cultural scars, then that's a Mandalorian thing. You're right. You're right. I, I don't know. Yeah, he only that. took it off. He, he would never take it off, especially during battle. Yeah, yeah right. for sure. He probably only took it off. Like, there was a scene in episode eat. four yeah. where he took it off right in front of the kids. Like, no, 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 no. I know, but I think the way it was shot, it implied that no one saw it because it just showed the helmet, right? Because he was eating. That, 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 but he was still looking out. He was looking out. They could have looked and they could have saw, saw him. He could have been a bit more careful. He could have yeah. been. But I, I think it, I think the show with the cinematography, they were implying that they were implying that they. Could he have. doesn't care. Yeah, <laughs> he wants to be one of the sanctuary. Honestly, yeah. imagine if the show just ended right there. He took he she took the helmet off of him and uh, the bounty hunter stopped chasing oh, after Yoda, and that's it. We didn't talk about the score. The score was great. Oh, it's good. I yeah. liked it. It was very. Not Star Wars. No, mm. there first, was like w- instruments that you would never hear in a the recorder. Yeah, the recorder. <laughs> yeah, what? No, that, they used the recorder. No, so that's crazy. His name is Lud- uh, Ludwig Van. Uh, no, Ludwig Gorenson. Gorenson. He did Black Panther. And yeah, yeah, dude, I know. He also made a uh, Red Bone by uh, Red, Childish Gambino. Yeah, Gambita. he produced a lot of music for Childish Gambino. Yeah, yeah. I know and that he, guy. He did the score for a show called Community. I don't know. Yeah, yeah no. that's how he met Don, uh, Donald Glover. Uh, yeah. Cool. I really cool. liked his music. He's great. He, he uh, is apparently he approached it like, how do I go to the one instrument that's the least like Star Wars? Ooh. And he went to the flute. Reco- oh, okay. flute. No, sorry, not the flute, the recorder. The recorder, the recorder. Okay. It might have been a flute. It was some kind of wood. No, he said he went to, like, it's a it's a something recorder. I forget what exactly what it's called. Oh, uh, yeah. That'd be such a big but It is up. a type of recorder. Yeah, yeah, there's, like, some interesting intro. They used, I think, an electric guitar in the eighth episode during the flashback. There was, it sounded like a Metallica song or something. It was cool. I felt like the flashbacks were shoved in there. They didn't feel like you were transitioning to them very smoothly. I can agree with that. They kind of felt abrupt to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, no. Wait, no. In the eighth episode, they were good. When, oh, no, no, no. That's the, that's that's the, the first, first one. one. First one, when she was banging. One. When she, no, the second one? Second one. Second, second one. one, when she was making the best card. No, that was the first one. That was the first one. It was the first episode when she was making the uh, best card. That's about before he heads out, right? No, when he has all the best car, like a bunch of it. All yeah, no, it is the first episode. Yeah. So yeah. she's making it, and every time she bangs, he gets a flashback. I like that. I thought that was Yeah, cool. that was like some PTSD. Yeah, yeah. Thing. I was I talking like about the yeah. eighth episode. Yeah, no, the eighth episode seven, has seemed forced. Eight, yeah. And it was too long, too, the flashback. It's like, we, we kind of got what was happening. Yeah. 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 Well, like, uh, his parents are killed or whatever, are taken away, and mm-hmm. he has to hide. That's yeah. in the well, Mandalorian too. Yeah, yeah, I think the main thing is the Mandalorian too. But yeah. it's kind of implied that the Mandalorian And I, I guess that's why he hates droids because of the super battle droids yeah yeah because I mean, that, that was kind of obvious also i feel like that was on the nose yeah okay. you could kind of tell yeah. why he he, like he, yeah like it was very obvious that his dislike for droids was something and now personal. He, now he, he's growing a bit softer on droids yeah he was yeah. he was that was really emotional that's why i eighth, the eighth episode for me felt the most experimental the fact that he ended up obviously that's the end of seven an and eight they took a lot more risks mm-hmm. yeah i like that um, when he ended up t- convincing him not to kill himself. Mm-hmm. That, was, right. that was crazy. 
IG Eleven, by the way. And he was like, he's like, I'm not sad. And then the droid is like, I can, uh, I can hear your voice. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm, like, I'm a nursing mom. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that man. was wild. Oh man. Yeah, but overall, it was good. It was a ride. It was a ride. I liked it. Well, uh, thank you to the folks yes. for uh, listening to today's pod. For those who just tune, actually, why would you just tune in? This is not a radio <laughs> show. <laughs> <laughs> it's live. What I'm trying to say is that the word of the podcast is tofu. So yes. if you ever see some delicious tofu, eat it. Just um, <laughs> it's, it's good for you. It's it's good for you. It's a uh, shout out to the vegetarians one but, time. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you.